0: In Jesus' name, dear fellow students of Christ. Perhaps the most famous night scene in the whole New Testament is the night when Jesus was born and the glory of the Lord lit up the shepherd's sky. But for sheer darkness, it is hard to match the night that Jesus was betrayed. There are So many events that contributed to the darkness that night. There was the devil entering into the heart of Judas, who left the upper room to betray Jesus to his enemies, and it was night. Satan desired to have Simon Peter, who then was warned, but who denied knowing the Lord of life anyway. Of course, he was not the only one who forsook Jesus that night. They all forsook him and ran away that night. A detachment of soldiers from the chief priests and Pharisees came to Gethsemane, carrying torches and lanterns, and they contributed to the darkness. There were the night trials before Annas, before Caiaphas, and finally at dawn to make a show of legality. And of course, there was the night scene that came in the middle of the next day, when darkness came over all the land, from the sixth hour until the ninth hour, and Jesus cried out, "Eli, Eili, lama sabachthani. But the night scene that I would like you to think about for a moment this morning is the one that took place in the upper room. In his small catechism, Luther presents a composite form from Matthew, Mark, Luke, and Paul. Our Lord Jesus Christ, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to his disciples and said, take, eat, This is my body, which is given for you. This do in remembrance of me. It's the timing that I would like you to think about this morning. On the same night in which he was betrayed. It was surely no accident that Jesus instituted the Lord's Supper when he did. And yet we might think You know, his disciples would have understood it better after the resurrection, when he opened their minds that they might understand the scriptures. Or perhaps he could have instituted it earlier on so that he had more time to explain it to his disciples. But no, it was while they were eating Jesus' last meal before his death It was just before they all went out into the darkness. It was before the agonized prayer in the garden of the olive press. It was before Judas brought the enemy soldiers with their swords and clubs. It was not long before the arrest, before the mockery of his enemies, the rejection of his own people who preferred a notorious convict over him. It was also before his disciples would feel like orphans, before they would see their hopes for the people of God flicker and fail. It was just hours before their lives would come crashing down around their ears. It was just days before they would say things like, but we hope that it was he who should redeem Israel. Not only was their dearest friend and teacher going to be violently taken away from them, but they would also desert him, whom they had said they would gladly die with. They would watch helplessly as his enemies cheered, and jeered as though they had just won the championship as though they were number one. All of this was ahead of Jesus and the disciples when he took the bread as they were eating and instituted the sacrament of the altar. At least two things are clear from all of this. One Jesus willingly went to his suffering and death for our sins, knowing what he was doing, where he was going. He was not just passively obedient when they nailed him to the cross, quietly suffering as many a Christian has suffered down through the ages. He was offering his body and pouring out his blood, his life, for the whole world for you, and for me. He was actively obeying his Father's will and accomplishing our exodus from sin and death. It was no afterthought or making the best of a bad situation. He did it for us that we might be his own and live under him in his kingdom Jesus not only gives his disciples what they have come to need but he also supplies them for their future needs which they do not see he gave them the answer even before they asked what's going on here I am offering my body for the forgiveness of sins have your enemies finally gotten the best of you I am pouring out my blood for the new covenant of forgiveness. There is a darkness that we all face, the unknown future. What will happen to me next month, next year, five years down the road? In that darkness, Jesus is our light. He knows what will happen to us. And even though we may not understand how, He strengthens us for it even now. And He assures us that all things will work together for our good. Amen. Hymn 207, 207 stanzas three and four.